Degenerates, welcome back to another edition of Hold the Line. In the studio today, you've got your boy, Frank the Bank, and coming back from a long layoff, it's T-Row. What's up, T-Row? What's going on there, Bank? You make it sound like I got fired. Uh, you definitely didn't get fired, <laughs> but you basically quit on the podcast. Well, I did. I, yeah, I took a little uh, month-long nation tour. Yeah. Well, where have you been? You've been around a lot. I've been all over the place. I've been all over the place, Bank. We've been out to D.C., down to Florida, oh boy, South Carolina, just bouncing around. But hey, you and I, we're here in beautiful Cincinnati, Ohio today. Oh, nasty nasty. The Queen City. The Queen City, holding little red legs, baby. Well, maybe we'll talk a little Cincinnati sports today. We might. They do have a game that's going to happen tonight versus my dear Cleveland Indians. Mm. But we're going to talk about some baseball, but not tonight's games, tomorrow's games. Oh, okay. We want to give you time here at Hold the Line. That makes sense. To place your bets. That's kind of you. Thank you. I appreciate that. But they are playing tonight. Maybe we can tease it a little bit. We can tease it a little bit. What is who's it, 7-5, seven, 7-10 seven, start? Yeah, who's on the mound tonight? I didn't look at tonight's games. I just looked at tomorrow's. Oh, Trevor Bauer. Yeah, he's got that. That's a huge, Indians huge favorites in this one. Uh, what is it? Minus 229. Okay. Yeah, huge favorites in this one tonight. I mean, do you think the Reds can, can pull it off? Well, listen, I think the Reds are one of the hottest teams in baseball right now. Uh, what was it, just a couple of days ago, they had won 15 out of their last 20. That might have been a week ago, but yeah, still but at this point. Yeah, they lost three out of their last five. Okay, lost three out of their last five. But uh, you know me, hey, Beck, you know me. How do I feel about Cleveland? Uh, like it's a dumpster fire? Well, thank you. So do you think I'm going to pick the Indians? Absolutely not. No. But I will. So I'm saying Indians tonight. I would I would go uh, Indians with the run line against this hapless <laughs> Reds team. Red legs. They're red legs because they're running away. Oh, brother. Anyway. Literally one of the most historic baseball cities. But anyway. No, I am glad we're here in Cincinnati. Uh, I am a little upset that all of their games, while... We are here on the road. Yeah, we playing this one out horribly. Yeah, that is not a good job out of us slash the powers that be that brought us here this week. You know what makes it better, though? What's that? A couple beers in our hands right it now. It does. Let's do it's tasty. Clinky. Clinky. Ah, beautiful. We're very classy gentlemen, so we're drinking out of glass cups. Pinkies in the air. That's very nice. All right, so we got a big slate of sports today. Well, not really big, but... Uh, there is a big thing happening, which is the World Cup. So we've got four teams left. We're down to France, Belgium, Croatia, and England, with France being the big favorites to win it all. Uh, my team that I picked to win, Brazil, got knocked out by Belgium. Yeah, true. I know what you're going to say. You picked Belgium. You got me. It's okay. Uh, Knox could not be on the show today to give us a soccer perspective, but... We're going to give you ours anyway. <laughs> Literally, the, the only man out of us three that played soccer. Yeah. Well, I, I played, but it was like grade school. Oh, well, yeah. I was a keeper. Oh, so, yeah. you know, I held the line in the goalie box, and I'm holding the line now. Were you guys good? Uh, I don't remember. Probably, <laughs> probably not. I don't know. We'll go look up South Euclid uh, <laughs> interleague soccer stats and see. You might be able to think. Kept record of that <laughs> that long ago. Anyway, so the game coming up tomorrow, France and Belgium. 
What's the perspective in T-Rose world? All right, 2 p.m. here. Listen, uh, we were just talking about this one a couple minutes before, or ago before we came on air. France and Belgium have two previous matches at this point, and uh, we were discussing this. France has dominated. They've won both of the matches and outscored Be- Belgium 7-3. to three. Listen, I'm all on the Belgium train for the most part. It's the first time they've been this far in the World Cup since 1986 in Mexico, 30 years. Uh, I think it's awesome, but honestly, I think France was one of the powerhouses coming into this. Everybody thought Brazil, but France was one of the teams you had to keep an eye on. They're, they're always a strong team. Uh, the French are amazing at soccer. It's a huge soccer country, uh, or, or football as they call it. But uh, Football. Yeah, I, I think France. I hate to see the Belgium train uh, halt, but I think France takes the victory. Yeah, <clears throat> you know, France, obviously the favorite, favorite to win the cup, but, but Belgium is a young team. I think they're a hungry team. Uh, no one expected them to make it this far. They're playing with house money at this point. I like Belgium to be a sneaky winner here. Ooh, sneaky? Sneaky winner. Uh, I don't think it's going to be a high-scoring match. The line set at two and a half. It's a tough one to pick. But I can see, you know, a one to nothing game, maybe one to one going into uh, penalty kicks. I think I'm taking the under there. You okay? I'm taking the under. I'm going bold today. Today is the day for being bold. Bold bank. I'm picking Belgium, and I'm going with the under. You parlay that, you're gonna make yourself a few units. <laughs> Man, Frank the bank taking Belgium over French. Yeah. So that's our picks for the the World Cup tomorrow. The game. Uh, with Croatia and England is what, Wednesday. Wednesday. Yep, Wednesday. Yeah. Croatia, we'll talk about England. that tomorrow's show. Yeah. yeah. All right, let's move on to some MLB. We got a full slate of games. This is this is the time where baseball is taking over the sports world because there isn't much else going on. No. Now we did find a new, well, maybe not new sport, but a newly professional sport. We'll say. I honestly am curious on how long it's been around. I don't. You know what? That's a good question. I bet Google might know the answer. Google it. Uh, so while we're looking that up, this sport that we're talking about before I get into uh, MLB is the American Flag Football League. The AFFL. The AFFL, and we were sitting. We were out here in Cincinnati yesterday. We were having a nice dinner. You know, while we're while we're here traveling, and on the big screen was Michael Vick just tossing passes like he was still playing for the Atlanta Falcons. Like, looking good, He's too. wearing that signature but, Michael Vick visor, yeah. or visor, too. Yeah, he was looking good. Uh, and that's how we discovered that this is a sport that is, like, legitimate professional sport. Obviously, mostly a bunch of retired football players, but I haven't had enough time to, to dive into how this whole thing works. It looks like there's like an amateur league and a professional league, and the, they both play their own championship, and then they have like an ultimate championship where the amateurs take on the professionals. Whatever. Seems kind of cool. Uh, founded in 2017. So oh, okay. it's, it's only a year go. old. So it's, it's fairly, fairly, new, fairly new with their inaugural season coming this year. So this is actually the first season that it's, it's been around. And so, so we're looking at it. We're watching this last night while we're, while we're eating dinner. And... You got a lot of guys who played in college. We were looking through the rosters. We started looking through the rosters of these teams. And you got a lot of guys who played uh, smaller tier of college uh, football, some Division II schools, uh, FCS schools, or 1AA, whatever they call them nowadays. I don't know they keep flip-flopping on that. But then you got a lot of guys who uh, played some 
uh, high-level college ball and played in the pros for a while, too, who are now playing in this flag football league. Uh, we saw guys on there like Michael Vick, he said, and uh, Jimmy Clausen, oh, yeah. the bum from Notre Dame. Team Hold That is Jimmy Clausen. Team Hold That. Who else did we see on there? Uh, we saw lots of guys. Uh, Dennis Dixon, Chad Johnson, uh, Fred Jackson, Lorenzo. Jacoby Jones. Yep, Jacoby Jones. Taj Boyd was one that surprised me. I mean, he's fresh out of college, I feel like, and he's already out of the NFL, I guess. Yeah. Uh, a few NBA guys. That was cool to see. Nate Robinson, Carlos Boozer, Matt Barnes. Oh, uh, the great Browns quarterback, Seneca oh. Wallace. <laughs> oh, boy. We yeah. talked about that. Lots of, uh, I don't want to say big-time names, a couple of big-time names. Lots of recognizable names, we'll say. So, uh, very interesting there. Basically, this is 7-on-7 seven seven with a 12-man roster. You have 60-minute games with a running clock for the first 29 minutes and a uh, you know a stopped clock for the final minute, and that goes up to the final two minutes for the second half. It's divided into four 25-yard boxes, you know, they get a first down each time the offense reaches the next box. If you've ever played flag football, you know what the rules are. Yeah. Like, it's yeah. it's pretty intuitive. Um, one thing I thought was cool is that you could do a lateral. Um, we saw that, too. Yeah. Right? Like, they, they stopped the dude. I, can't, I don't remember who it was. But they, like, almost tackled him. Like, it was kind of weird. They tied him up as they were going they, for the flag, and he just yeah, straight lateral. He just lateral before the they could get his flag. Yeah. They had stopped, like, they had, like, pushed him. It was weird. Yeah. It was really weird. So I don't know what the rules are on, like, physical contact. I know in the flag football league I played in college, you couldn't have any physical contact unless you're, you know, grabbing the flag. But it seems interesting. Honestly, I wasn't super compelled by what we saw. Oh yesterday. no, I, I would never make it a point to watch it yeah. unless I a had absolutely nothing else to do, or b had money on a game. Yeah, which we might do here coming up. I was gonna have this as my obscure pick for today, but they're in, I guess, what seems like the championships. Uh, and the next game is the championship round, but it's not until the 14th. So they played yesterday. They're taking a week off, I guess, between games. So they're playing again on the 14th. Uh, hopefully I'll have a pick for us on a show upcoming before the 14th. Uh, there's Fighting Cancer is the name of one of the teams. The Money Team is the name of the other one in this like amateur circuit. And then the Pro Championships team name is just Ocho. Gonna go ahead and I wonder guess. who that is. Yeah, and the other one is Godspeed. So uh, your boy Jimmy Clausen lost. They only scored twelve points. Sounds like a Jimmy Clausen game. It sounds exactly like a Jimmy Clausen game. So we'll get we'll get more into that. Wanted to tease that out a little bit. Uh, not necessarily an obscure pick, but some obscure information for you today. Yeah, there we go. Yeah. Uh, anyway, MLB. We got off track here. Let's get back to the world of Major League Baseball. Tomorrow's games. I say we run the slate. Some games we've got to spend a little bit of time on. Some games we'll just go right through. Let's go with it. All right. I was prepared for today's, but let's go with it. Oh, I'm sorry. No. It's all right. Okay, so let's go ahead and talk about uh, Tuesday's games. Uh, the 7.05 slot, we're starting off with the Yankees and the Orioles. Um, you don't really need to know much about this game. Orioles 1-13 in, in their last 14. Yankees, obviously huge favorites, minus 210. If you want to find any sort of value in this game, you'll take Yankees with a run line. Uh, that's, that's it. Yeah, that's I'm with you on that one. That's pretty easy. I hate it. I hate to say it because of the Yankees, but yeah. 
they've been, I mean, they, they've had a great year. Orioles have had a terrible year. Division matchup all day, Yankees. Even though it's, you know, in Baltimore, I don't think that phases the Yankees whatsoever. I say they win by, you know, at least two runs. I'm going Yankees run line. Other 705 start, the Nats and Pirates. The, uh, the Nats have been slumping. The Pirates have been slumping. Neither team inspires a lot of confidence. Uh, the Pirates are putting Joe Musgrove out there on the mound. He's actually the pitcher who won their last game for them. They're 2-6 and six in their last eight games. Musgrove is the, is the last winner. Not great. Not inspiring. Um, Nats, slight favorite on the road. Nats, at least they have some big bats. I'm going Nats in this one. Yeah, I'm taking Nats as well. Okay, Rangers and Bo Sox. Uh, this game's at 7-10. We've got the Red Sox, who you know are, have been as hot as anybody all season. Uh, the Rangers are a shell of what they were, you know, was it two years ago they were in the, the playoffs? I'm looking at the Red Sox here at the run line. The, the pitcher that's going out there for the Rangers, Yabani Gallardo, he's 3-0 as a Rangers pitcher with a 5.87 ERA. So he's been very lucky to be 3-0 at this point. Um, they've given him run support in his last four games of 7 runs, 11 runs, 9 runs, and 13 runs. Like, he's gotten the support, which is why he's gotten the wins. But on the season, he was traded from the Reds, I, I believe. Um, on the season, he's got an 8.17 ERA. Yeah. Not a good pitcher. Definitely going run line here. I think the Reds take it easily at home with... Velasquez on the mound. I mean... Oh, did they announce Velasquez on the mound? Yeah. I was looking at it. I didn't see who they had on the mound. But I'm with you. I think the Red Sox take this one. Listen, the stat I look at a big time on this one is the obvious stat. The stat that they also say you shouldn't look at a lot of time. But nearly 69% of the time, the Red Sox are winning their games. Yeah. All right. The Rangers are 40-51. and 51. They're not going to be the team yeah. that uh, is in that other however many percent. Don't ask me to do math. 21. Uh... You know, team leaders across the board are also just spanking the team leaders of the Rangers as well. So, Jay Martinez, 74 RBIs. I mean, the man's on fire. Yeah, I'm taking the Red Sox. Anytime you have a matchup, a first-place team against a last-place team, like, obviously, the, the Rangers aren't in the last place in the American League, but they're in the last place in the West. Red Sox, first place in the American League. Like, I, to me, that's a no-brainer. Yeah. I'm going Red Sox. All right, big matchup. The one we've been looking forward to is your Cincinnati Reds against my Cleveland Queen City Boys. Indians. Uh, I obviously love the Indians here. Trevor Bowers on the mound. The Indians have a fantastic winning percentage at home against the Reds. The Reds have only won about 31% of the time they've played at Progressive Field, which <laughs> doesn't really instill a whole lot of confidence. Uh, you know, Cincinnati, they've had a, a little bit of a surge here, but they're still in last place. They've lost two in a row. This is the wor- yeah. literally the worst ballpark that they play in in any ballpark in the major leagues. The worst win percentage they have in any ballpark in the major leagues. I'm glad leagues you clarified because I was going to take it another direction. I was going to say yeah. the worst as in like because you mean it's in Cleveland? No. no I'm no. just kidding. I'm just kidding. There's nothing wrong with Cleveland. Worst winning percentage. So, Indians, they've got not their ace, but a pitcher who could be an ace on a different team on the mound. I'm definitely taking the run line here, I think. The Indians go ahead and spank the Reds. If you're looking for value, I'm on the run lines today, boys. If you're looking for value, you know, 
you come with me. I'm being this is a bold day. Being bold. It's all about being bold. Taking the run lines. Okay, listen. I want to clarify something first of all. The Reds are only in last place because of what happened at the beginning of the season. If Riggleman was the coach the entire season, they are not sitting in last place. And they have been, maybe except for with the exception of the last five games, one of baseball's hottest teams over the past month. I mean, they're five and five. How can However, that be that hot? They're a five hundred team. Up to that, they were fifteen and twenty. Fifteen okay. out of their past twenty wins. That's hot. However, if you are a betting man, if you are putting money on this game, Banky, I'm going to go with you. Take the Indians. Wow. Take the Indians. Surprise. Bauer, 8-6, 2.45 ERA. Romano, 5-8, 5.4 ERA. Take the Indians if you're betting money. But if this is solely a pride thing, like I have going on right now, Queen City boys, baby. Okay, well... We'll definitely be watching that one as well as the one that's about to start in the next few minutes for us here on Monday night, keeping up with that, that series. Uh, Phillies-Mets, in a word, Phillies. Uh, yeah. yeah. Not even going to discuss that one. Next one. <laughs> Brewers-Marlins. Uh, you know, the Brew Crew is having the best start to a year they've ever had in franchise 54 history. 54 and 36. Uh, that's not a small feat. You know, they're favored here. But not by a ton. You can still get some value on this. The Marlins, you know, they've given away pieces. Uh, they traded, um, uh, what's his name? Yelich to the Brewers. Okay. So Yelich, uh, obviously, you know, who doesn't like to take a little revenge against their old team? Even if you had a good time there, you still, you still like, you know, it still feels good to beat the old squad. I'm thinking Brewers here. I think that's an easy pick. Yeah, what was what is the line? Uh, minus 141. Okay. Yeah, I'm thinking Brewers as well. Easy pick. 54 and 36. Miami, Miami is 37 and 55. Lopez has only started one game this season. Uh, yeah, I, I think Brewers is an easy pick. Yeah, and this line is moving too, folks. It's going. It's moving down. Uh, it started at 150 and it's still dropping. It's down to 140 now. So. Uh, and some books have it at 139. So if you can catch it when you know it's it's a little little closer to even, I definitely take the Brewers. Tigers and Rays. This is a game that I just hate. I absolutely despise this baseball game. <laughs> this is yeah. This is not a pretty game. Uh, you know, Tigers are garbage. The Rays are a little bit above garbage. The Tigers are garbage, and the Rays are recycling. Yeah, like. And I would, like they I mean, both get tossed out. Yeah, that's even generous. Because like, at least recycling like gets made into new bottles. Like, that's, yeah, okay. yeah, it's my pick is to not do anything with this game. Uh, Tampa Bay is minus one sixty. That's way too high for this Tampa Bay team. But it's also so hard to pick when both these teams suck so bad. The over under lines at eight. Maybe take the over. Games two, in Tampa. Two bad teams. Nice weather. Well, like that matters. I mean, have you yeah. been to Tropicana Field? Anyway. Yeah. Uh, you got a pick on this one? Uh, no. My pick is to stay away. Honestly, yeah. I'm not. Yeah, that's mine too. Stay away. This one's, yeah, weird. Blue Jays, Braves. I think this is an easy pick. The Blue Jays have been doing terrible. The Braves have been great all season. You're getting this game at value. Braves at home, only minus 125. You know, Tara, I always mess up how to say his name. Is it Tara, Tara, Tehran, Tehran, Tehran? I don't know, Julio. We'll just call him Julio. Tahiran? Yeah, Tahiran? Julio. Julio. 
Julio has not instilled a whole lot of confidence this season, but he is way better than Strowman. Yeah, Strowman, 1-6, 6.5 ERA. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going with uh, Julio there and the Braves, wow. minus 125. Yeah. Take that to the bank. You can lock, you know, lock that one in the bank. Oh, yeah. you combined a Knox locks in a front of the bank. Yeah, I like you it. Lock that in the bank, boys. Knox, it's a segment now. <laughs> he was for for those of you who may have missed that podcast. He was bitching because I said to put it in the bank, and he said that's not a segment. Like, yeah, it it's is a segment. It's now. a segment now. We're sponsored by uh, Blinding Kugel Summer Shandy. <laughs> no, we're not. <laughs> Unofficially. In case anybody's lawyers listening to that, no, we're not. <laughs> Unofficially <laughs> sponsored by Summer Shandy. Although, if uh, any representatives are listening, we'd love to make it official. <laughs> oh, boy. Anyway. We're going to get hit with a cease and desist or whatever. Uh, cards, White Sox. Who you got in this one? Oh, boy. Well, we are looking at literally one of the worst teams in the MLB right here. White Sox. They're 30 and 60. Uh, Cubby's on the mound. He's 3 and 4. 5. Point five four ERA, St. Louis forty six forty three. They're just over five hundred. Uh, I'm taking St. Louis in this one. Yeah, I mean that's an easy call, St. Louis. Uh, you're not going to get much value for it, but no. you can go ahead. We're being bold today. St. Louis with the run line, take it, get some money, put down a unit, and get a little money back. Royals Twins. We've got just a horrible oh, Royals horrible. team. Like you said before, uh, this is a, a you're, you're throwing both these teams away. I'm betting that they decide not even to play this game just to save people money. Yeah, I, if now I'm sorry, people living in Minnesota, but if you're going to watch this game, like you really don't have anything better to do. <laughs> yeah, like Minneapolis is a nice town. Yeah, Go like, to dinner or something. Yeah. My God, like eight eight ten on a Tuesday, you have nothing better to do than to watch these teams just not. Do well, like I, I don't know. Anyway, Minnesota is a nice place, nice people. Not hating on you guys, just just wondering where your priorities are at. That's all. So, I don't know. I'm staying off of this one. The Twins, phew, Twins are huge favorites, minus one seventy six. Um, the Royals are putting out Kennedy. He has not been good. He has not been the pitcher that he was in past years. It's just a bad game. Maybe take the over. Nine and a half is high still. <sighs> yeah, I I just stay away. Stay off that game. That's easy. Uh, we've got the Oakland Athletics and the Houston Astros at eight ten. My boy Justin Verlander coming up for the Astros. Stros are huge favorites, minus two hundred one. As they should be. Yeah, no doubt. Uh, the lines at eight. Listen. If you're looking to make some money here, I would drop on the Astros on the run line, and and I would take the run line and the under. That's not going to hit very often, but it only has to hit today on this particular game. That is true. Run line and the under, Astros. Oh, boy. Got any thoughts? I'm not that bold. No one's that bold. That's why I'm on an island. <laughs> you on Rebus Island? Listen, I'm not. Rec- I'm. I'm honestly not recommending that you do that, folks. I'm just saying, if you are as bold as I am, you'll go ahead and lay down a unit on 
a parlay of Houston winning on the run line and under eight. And if you like money like I do, you won't. Uh, if you plan on retiring at a decent age. All right. Worst prediction on the, well, maybe second worst <laughs> prediction on the show. But I'm being bold today, folks. Knox isn't here to. Someone's got to take over on the yeah. Knox isn't here to balance balance it out a little bit. I'm I'm going bold. All right, we've got uh, the Diamondbacks and the Rockies, eight forty Eastern. Any thoughts? This is another one that I I mean. I just prefer to stay away from this one too. Yeah, two above average teams, uh, two above average pitchers. Starting pitchers. It's just ERAs are even roughly the same. I, like literally, I'm looking at two teams that are pretty much mere images of each other. The only, you know, the only thing I can think of is Colorado's playing at home. Uh, you know, in that stadium, you hit a lot of dingers. Yeah. Colorado, you know, I, I'd prefer to stay away from this one, honestly. I'm going, you know, I'm going Diamondbacks. Okay. Yep, I'm taking the Diamondbacks. Colorado's the favorite. Get you some value there. Diamondbacks, I think, are a better team. If just slightly. Cubbies, Giants, 10 p.m. Eastern. What do you think? I am taking the Giants on this one. Mm. That's what I'm doing. Giants on this one. One, Cubs have been slipping up a little bit. They have been, I think they got some mental issues going on. I don't know, I'm not in the clubhouse, but, and I take this back to, there's a little bit of bias here watching them drop five straight over the start of the season to the Reds, but, uh, San Francisco's got Johnny Cueto on the mound. I'm a big Johnny Cueto fan. He's 3-1, and 1.95 ERA. I think that's your difference maker in this game. The Cubs just took a series from the Reds. They just won. It doesn't matter. They still two went. in a row. They've won. Two out of seven. I don't care. There's issues going on there. They've won eight of their last nine. I don't care. I... Johnny Cueto. Listen, you are all Ask over... me where Johnny Cueto used to play. Yeah, you, I, I know where he used to play. <laughs> you are all about Cueto. Uh, and I get it. You got a little bit of homerism in there, but actually, I'm going to agree with you here. Oh, I think that the Giants at home are going to take this one from the Cubbies. You know, they've got Quintana on the mound. He has not been the pitcher that we thought he was going to be when he went to the Cubs. He's been a little underwhelming all season. Um, I think that the Cubs just aren't able to give him the run support he needs against a superior pitcher like Cueto. So I'm taking the Giants, and I'm taking the money. All right, Mariners, Angels, 10 o'clock, 10.07. Well, okay. Hey, Scott Steen, if you're listening, here's another game that starts at 07, and it's not in Canada. So tell me what's going on there, bud. Wow. Why is that a, a non-Canadian game starting at... An 07 time frame. They don't have to do the other national anthem. So what's going on? We need to know these answers. Do they do it, though? I mean, Seattle, it is practically in Canada. <sighs> Maybe. I don't know. These it's are... not, but it's close. Yeah. I don't know. They. I can't imagine they would. Why would they? I don't, you know, I don't know. But just maybe because so many, maybe, maybe a lot of Canadians, they don't have baseball in Vancouver. Maybe a lot of Canadians cross the border and come to the games. You're sounding a little Canadian right now. I'm just saying. I don't know. Anyway, the game's going on. Uh, who do you have in this one? Oh, boy. I didn't even look at this one. Tell me what you think. I'm going to look at it real well, quick. Well, the Angels are favorites. I mean, they're at home. They've been, you know, okay. They're just over 500. Yeah. The Mariners. You know what? I'm going Mariners yeah. in this one. I, I can't even convince myself that the Angels are a good team. Like, 
just trying to look at anything to make me think they're a good team. They don't, you know, they, they don't win a lot of good games. They don't have a good record against the Mariners this year. There's just not a whole lot there for me to to be like, yeah, you know, take them as the favorites. No. No. I am on board with the Mariners taking this one. Yeah, Mariners are fighting with the Astros for position in the West. Angels are keeping their head above water. You know, it's a division matchup, so it could go either way, but I, I really, I'm really seeing the Mariners here. Uh, take the money, take the underdog, take the Mariners. Last game of the night, 10-10 Eastern Time, Dodgers and Padres. What are your thoughts? Let me get back to that page here real quick. That's okay. Uh, kick us off here. The Dodgers have obviously, obviously not had the season that they were Ooh. predicted to at the beginning of the year. That is well documented and known. That being said, they are only one game back from Arizona. They've come a long way in the last couple of weeks. Uh, they've done some good stuff. They're not winning against great teams, but they're getting wins. And the Padres aren't a great team, so I think the Dodgers pick up a win. Now, they're a big favorite, minus 161. Uh, I don't really like that line. The Dodgers get a, you know, they get a bump just because of being the Dodgers and, you know, having that air of what they did last year with them. I think I still take it for this one. I don't see the Padres being able to come out. I know Rich Hill isn't great, but well, he's, he's also he's also suffering a little bit of bang of body right now too. Yeah, he's got he hurt his neck doing some base running. He's got some uh, issues going on with his pitching hand. Uh, to be honest with you, neither of these pitchers uh, sound very exciting to watch at this point. No, uh, and that's why I. I would probably stay off this game. I mean, no no need to bet all 15 games tonight or tomorrow night. But if I am picking this one, I'm picking Dodgers, and I'm kind of picking it with a hope. Picking it with a little bit of a prayer. Not really super confident on this one. Uh, but you know what? We're being bold. So let's go Dodgers. All right. Actually, I take the over, too. Dodgers and over. Oh, this is This is where the boldness comes in. We're parlaying things today. We're throwing some money down. We're feeling good. We're in the Queen City. <laughs> if that's what we do in Cincinnati. We're fucking we're on the gambling boat today. We're on the gambling boat. We're on the Ohio River. Oh, on the Ohio River. Alright. Anything else MLB related? No. I've got a couple of odds and ends I want to talk about real quick. So if you're here for the picks, those are all the picks for the day. Uh, hopefully there are some big winners in there for you. A lot of baseball in there. I really like a few of my parlays. <laughs> Well, they were interested. <laughs> Especially the uh, ones that included picking a run line and an under. <laughs> yeah. Bank, you're a bold man. You are right. You were hitting bold. that boldness. I am bold. A uh, little odds and ends for today. Phil Mickelson got into a little bit of hot yeah. water. What's on going PGA on with tour. him? I think Phil is at the age and at the um, part in life where he's accomplished a lot and now he can just kind of fuck off a little bit. Like, he doesn't really give a shit as much anymore. Uh, you know, he still played better golf than I probably will ever in my life. He got a plus four in the, uh, you know, the the tournament, the Greenbrier Classic. But he did some stupid things. He gave himself another two-stroke penalty by breaking a dumb rule that I've never seen. Like, I'm not Enforced. saying... Like, yeah, I've, I've, yeah. I've, I've, I've 
I'm not saying that I'm some golf aficionado, because I'm not, but tamping down the grass above or in front of the tee box. Yeah. Who does that, and why? I don't know. It makes zero sense to me. You get so much lift on that ball coming off the tee box. What is tamping down? Okay, let me ask this question. Was it in front of the tee box, or was it in front of where he teed the ball up? It was in front of the tee box, is I don't what get I read. It. I don't get it. I didn't see the video because uh, I have other things to do than watch golf on Sundays, but <laughs> yeah, it definitely sounded like it was in front of the tee box. Like, it was his line of sight to the, the, uh, the hole, which you couldn't have seen where the hole was from any other angle. Well, I mean... He, it, it... How tall of grass are we talking about here? That's what you know. I think we really need to watch the video. Let's watch the this, video, Frank. Pull this it up. is I'm, I'm trying to. This internet sucks. But you're right. Phil Mickelson is just like his attitude. I think you're right. I think he may, he may be at the point now where he's just like he just doesn't. He just care. does things. I hope he goes like, straight John Daly on us. I hope he starts taking his shirt off and smoking cigars and getting plastered on the golf course. See, nobody can be John Daly. Like it's. Just I hope he not... tries though. It'd be entertaining. I miss John Daly. I miss John Daly, too, but you can't fit him into a Phil Mickelson-sized box. He made you feel like the average man like you and I who play golf on Sundays could be a pro. And maybe we could one day, but probably not. Yeah, probably not, but still. I'm still using the same set I bought in high school. You know what is funny? I, I totally forgot about this. I think Phil Mickelson owns a house on Greenbrier. So, like, he should know this rule better than any, like... And the course. He literally, like, he plays this course. Why... Why do you even need to worry about tamping the grass down? You play this course. It, you have a house on this golf course. He's clearly playing this course in his leisure. Like, what is he doing? Here is that is. a rule you think he Here knows? It Here it is. Okay, so the grass is... It's not even that. It's, it's high ankle high. It's just yeah. above the ankle. It's, so it's not blocking line of sight of anything. What's he doing? Look, here it is right here. It's just... It, yeah, it's not even... It's not even tall grass. I think at that point, maybe it's just, maybe he saw, it, like, maybe, I don't know, it looks a bit breezy. Uh, maybe just the motion with the wind was distracting him or something? I don't know. What, what'd he say there? He's telling the, the official that he was going to hit a low shot, so he knocked down some of the grass. He's basically asking him if it was a penalty. So he didn't know that was a penalty, which... I don't agree with that. I think he probably knew that was a penalty. Well, he he at in some level he knew it was a penalty because he was uh, obviously aware enough to ask the official after the fact. Now I'm all about asking for forgive for forgiveness instead of asking for approval. But in this case, like if you know it's a penalty, it's golf. Even like they're the stuffiest group of individuals. Yes. They're they're not gonna just like let it slide. It's recorded on. National it's like when television. you go to a city course. Like I had this happen to me one time. I went and played a city course. Right, like a par three course. It was like $6 to play nine holes, and I showed up to the front tee three minutes late, and they had an old retired guy out there yelling at me because I was three minutes late. Mm -hmm. You're right. Stuffy people. Anyway, he's, he says he's going to hit a low shot. That grass, like I said, maybe ankle high. Yeah. You're not hitting that low of a shot. I mean, that's not even a low That's a worm. That is you a, putting from the tee yeah, box? That is a worm burner. That is a shot that you take when you mess up. And it ends up going like into the fairway still because it rolls there. Like, <laughs> so the standard shots yeah, that we that's have. Pretty okay. much, pretty much the shots that we had when we golfed this Sunday. Like no, you know, it not intentional. Just like you hit the top of the ball, you top it, and it goes straight. 
but it just rolls all the way to the fairway. That was a moment. So the fairways we played, we played golf yesterday, and the fairways, the ground in general, not even just the greens, were fast. And I saw a couple where we worm burned it, and that ball still rolled like 150 yards. Oh, it yeah. was amazing. I mean, we lost probably three balls in play just because, like, I mean, the four of us, just because it was moving so fast that even if you hit a shot in the fairway, if it was moving right to left, it completely left the field. Like, it just, it, you couldn't find it. It was pretty, I mean, it, they were so fast. And I think it was just that course. Yeah. But the ground was really hard. It was hard. But, anyway, we had a pretty good time. Uh, Knox, well, we, so we had a little gentleman's wager. Uh, T. Rowe and I were in one cart. Knox and Swopey were in the other. And we were doing a little $2 a hole. You know, $2 a hole. $2 a hole. Yep, a little scramble nothing, action. Nothing too crazy. Uh, I think we ended up taking, we in the, in the front nine we played this. I think we ended up taking what? Six out of nine. Uh, we ended up plus. Four. We ended up plus plus four. four. Plus four. Yep. You and I. Yeah. So we took them on four holes. So they owe us eight bucks. Yeah. I don't think we're going to get that money. I don't think so either. Swope took off halfway through. Yeah, he, Swope left at the turn. That's class. I mean, that's not, I don't know. I might have to never bet with Swope again. We had to to switch gears and just play individual after that. Uh, Knox ended up coming with a come-from-behind individual win. He also wasn't drinking. That, okay, that, and that's... I, I want to point that out. I don't want to take anything away from old Noxie because he actually played a pretty decent back nine. Uh, but uh, at the turn, you and I started cracking him. Mm-hmm. And uh, he did not. And yeah. so I'm going to go ahead and blame it on that. Yeah. Uh, either way, good game. Lots of fun. I don't mean to get us too off track here, but I wanted to talk about this Phil Mickelson thing because it comes off the heels of him doing that thing with the putt. And we've all done that before, too. I know I've done it before. You get a little frustrated with your putt. You come up and you knock it before it stops rolling. But this was just... I, I, I'm okay with the putt thing. This was just, I don't know, complete either brain fart or not giving a fuck. I don't, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. But he's had some He's had some. Uh, some weird things go on the yeah. past couple months on the course. Yeah. All right, so one last thing before we end the show. We had a little incident today. No, oh, boy, uh, did we? Oh, I, oh, brother. Incident might be a strong word, but... Inconvenience? Incon- yeah, definitely an inconvenience. T-Row, let me tee this up for you, and I'm going to give it to T-Row, because I know he's got a lot to say about this. We're, we're at the hotel. We're sitting in, it's called, like, the executive or the boardroom or something like that. Uh, and it's just a couple of little couches. You got a TV there. But that's not the only place to sit. Like, there is another TV with other couches, other tables and chairs. This one's kind of tucked off into the corner, though, and you can close close the doors. So we're in there doing some work, doing our research for the show today, and we're literally about to record. Like, we were, I was getting up to close the door, and this guy had been poking around. He came by, you know, ten minutes prior, just kind of snooping his nose into the room we were in. Like I said, it's a room with doors. It's it's only got two couches in there. It's like a little area. Like they call it like a, a boardroom or something. I don't know. But anyway, he comes poking around. He leaves, starts poking around again. And then we're literally about to start the show. I'm getting up to close the door. And this dude has a remote in hand. I don't know where he got this remote. Yeah. It must have been like the front desk. I, I don't noticed know. this. Or he took it from the other area with the TV. Because the remote for our TV was sitting on the mantle. Has, dude has a remote in hand. 
walks in, of all things, turns on Judge Judy and just sits down on the couch next to us and starts watching Judge Judy. It was like, appalling. I, I, I'm lost for words. I'm gonna let you take this one, T. Rogues. I know you haven't had a good rant in a while, and it's your time to shine. I've had plenty of rants, just none that have been recorded. Yes. Listen, I have a rant about every single day. I'll probably have one later about some of the picks you made today and why you need to save more money. But anyway, I mean, who? And, and you're right. I noticed about the remote. You're right. I'm gonna chalk it up that this individual carries around universal remotes and pairs them to televisions just so he can walk into a room and ruin people's plans. It was ridiculous. Like, like the bank said, we are sitting there about literally 30 seconds from starting this show. And uh, the gentleman walks in, two drinks in hand. I admire that part about him. Two drinks in hand. Uh, sits down, flips on the television, and just starts watching. Okay? Just starts watching. Judge Judy. First of all, if you're going to watch a show like that, Judge Joe Brown is much more entertaining. Judge Judy does not do it for me. Second of all, if you're going to watch a show, period, put on sports. Right? we got baseball all over the place right now. But as I said, like, it was obvious, I think, that we were in there and we were working. Uh, I, know, I know Banks set it up a little bit for you, but we're sitting there in separate chairs. We have tables in front of each of us, laptops pulled up. We have equipment pulled up to record the show. We're on our phones. We're searching stuff. It's clear that we are working. It is a small, secluded room, and the gentleman comes in, sits on the love seat, two drinks in hand, pulls out his universal remote, flips on Judge Judy. Who does that? I am not the... I, 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 if I ever... Bank, if I ever did that to you, I want you to slap me in the face. Oh, I, I am not the type the of person who feels like I would just... I mean, and you're right. We are staying in a rather large hotel. There is room everywhere. And there's TVs everywhere. Like, it's not like this is the only TV. There's other TVs downstairs in the common areas. There's obviously TVs in the bedrooms. This, each bedroom has two TVs. you got a TV in the living room and a TV in the bedroom. Like, it, it made no sense. And then this guy has the gall to try to make conversation. He oh, knew, brother. He knew. This is how you know that he knew he was in the wrong. We had our mics set up. Like, literally, we're sitting there ready to go. And he knew, oh, he knew he did a bad thing. Because he starts, he, I'm wearing a shirt that just says Columbus on it. Nothing too crazy. But he starts trying to have, go, oh, are you guys from Columbus? I've lived there for 20 years, blah, blah, blah. Like, that's how you know. That oh, he's he from Columbus? Yeah. Oh, okay. Westerville. Oh, okay. Put put Westerville on blast. How about that? Oh, boy. I just... Listen here. He probably, in, in, in all reality, is a really nice guy. He probably is, you know? But who does that? Right? Who he might be a nice guy, but he knew he was in the wrong. Does he that. knew he shouldn't have done that. You don't need to watch Judge Judy that bad. No. He might be a nice guy. I'm assuming he's a nice guy. But here's the thing. I'm throwing out another bet for you right now, Bank. Is that guy going to annoy somebody tonight? Again. I'm going to say yes. Well, if he's married, I'm going to say he annoys his wife every single night. Oh, wow. So that's a pretty easy take for me. I know. I probably do the same, though. So I can't talk about that one. But hey, that's a T-Row rant. Save your money. Don't walk into rooms when people are clearly working and turn on Judge Judy. And those are basically the only lessons you need to get through life. (laughs) Pretty simple stuff here, folks. Pretty simple stuff. Uh, All right. Thanks for sticking with us. Hold the line. That was a great show today. Lots of fun. Lots of bold picks. Go ahead and put all your money down on those bold picks today. Just tons of units. t Rose shaking his head at me. He's so mad right now. Waving my flag right now. <laughs> Nobody can see it, but I got my flag out. Go Reds. Okay. Uh, we're going to have some fun. It's about time for us to turn on the Indians-Reds game. And uh, thanks a lot for sticking with us. 
follow us on Twitter at HoldTheLinePod if you want to be on the show. Reach out to us. Uh, thanks again to the guys over at winnersandwiners.com and the Bank the Bet podcast. We had a lot of fun doing that. We look forward to being on the show again. Uh, we appreciate you guys. Have a safe night. Enjoy some baseball. We'll see you again tomorrow. Be good.